0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We are very excited to be with you this week. We got a loaded show. We got some housekeeping we need to take care of. A college basketball recap, BYU for San Diego and Portland recap. We got BYU coming and playing Santa Clara and Pacific. We're going to look ahead to that. We got bets, bad breath, and more. Before we move into the content, we want to give a quick shout-out to our Instagram, Twitter, our Instagram and Twitter pages, at loyal to royal pod make sure you're following us make sure you're looking at all the memes because we promise you they're good they'll make you laugh share them with your friends it's the best without further ado let's get to it let's boo but that field judge on the far side is in their pocket
1: man
2: don't your death <laughs> let's back
1: this <laughs> <I got it. laughs> Let's go wild, let's 10, go, baby. Let's go.
0: <laughs> <Be comfortable. laughs> We're at a waterfall, dude. Put down here. Go, 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 oh, go, 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 go,
2: Okay, listeners, thank you for joining us for another episode of your favorite podcast and our favorite podcast to make. Woo! Um, first and foremost, get out your mops, get your Windex, because we have some housekeeping to do. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, first item of business, if any of you listeners remember, last week we raised the stakes. Mm-hmm. We did. You say. We rose the stakes, raised the stakes. I think raised is probably
0: right, yeah. yeah. Is it like a That's hanged,
2: a... hung situation.
1: <laughs> we, arose, we arisen to the stakes. The
2: stakes were risen. The I know that. The stakes arose. That too. Yes. Yep. Like Lazarus. A rose, okay. The stakes, day Rose. Rose City. <laughs> okay, yeah. So just to recap, I, we, we can all go around and say ours. Mine was that I thought we were going to have some blowouts. Which did not happen. But I thought Hunter Erickson and Nate Hansen would combine to score 25 points, I think. Yeah, 25 points. Uh Across those two games. Which is six points about per
1: player per game.
2: Yeah. It seemed doable for me if we were playing really bad teams and they were getting lots of minutes. Needless to say, that didn't come close to happening at all. (laughs) My raising the stakes...
1: Um, was that Caleb Loner would get a double double in one of the next two games. Mm. He did not do so. The closest he got was in the Portland game. He had thirteen points, seven of our first our first seven points. I was very excited. Yeah. yeah. You can ask my wife, I was jumping off the walls. He was balling. And then he got in foul trouble and only got five rebounds. Oh. Mm. I so I unfortunately did not hit. Did you really think
0: that going into this bet, the reason that you would lose it, the reason that Caleb Loner wouldn't get a double double, did you really think it would be the rebounds and not the points?
1: No. Abs that was the last thing. <laughs> yeah. <I'm not>
0: <laughs> and mine was that Fusini Chaori over the two games would get twenty plus rebounds. He got twenty-one. So Oof, shout out to Fusini. He came right. in clutch, got like two rebounds in the last two minutes of the game <laughs> yeah. to to bring it over the twenty mark. I love you, Fusini. Now the punishment for Jared and Dan because they unfortunately, or fortunately for me, lost their bets, is they had to eat an onion, a raw onion, like an apple. We took a video of it. We're going to be posting it on our Instagram. So, When you listen to this, when you hear this, make sure you go check out our Instagram, at LoyalToRoyalPod. You'll find the video and you'll find Jared and Dan
1: basically dying on some onions. Let me just say, Holes is a
2: fraudulent movie. Onions are not palatable (laughs) yeah i was kind of spoiled going into this one because a little bit of story time okay one of my areas on my mission trip i know all the rms love to talk about their missions Uh well here's me doing that too one of my areas was an island called awaji island and they were famous across japan for their onions oh their onions were big and their onions were kind of sweet, Mm. not a very strong flavor, Yummy. and I ate a lot of onions there and that's what I was expecting going into this. These onions were horrible. (laughs) (laughs) They were somehow spicy, I didn't know onions were spicy, spicy. they were like actually spicy in my mouth and my body would not let me swallow it, it was way worse than I could have imagined. Let me echo what Dan is saying here.
1: Our bodies would not physically allow us to swallow. We started, like, foaming at the mouth.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you just need to check out the news. It was bad. You
1: really need to check. Both their faces turned so red. It was incredible. I love it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on from that. Horrible. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, NFL weekend. We had some good games. Some was, crazy good games. I was, uh, I was really pleased. The NFL usually bores me just because it's not as exciting as college, but I felt like I watched four really good college football games over the weekend. I was very surprised. Three game-winning kicks and an overtime-winning touchdown pass that will be addressed later. But uh, what did you guys think of that weekend of football? It was quite amazing.
0: Yeah. You know, I thought it was an incredible week. Like, Like you were saying, all four of the games ended on the last play of the game. That's incredible. One more, All could you one more? four more game-winning yeah. final plays. It was amazing. I loved seeing the Buccaneers lose. <laughs> the Buccaneers come back down 27-3. I thought it was going to be like another Falcon situation. And Matthew Stafford just comes and slaps Brady across the face. I guess Cooper Cup did. Cooper Cup for MVP, for MVP really. And then uh, we saw the Chiefs win. We saw Joe Brr and the Bengals Let's win. Let's go! Yeah. I loved it. It was It was a great Sunday.
2: Yeah, I think this was a great weekend for the NFL. They have a lot of kind of boring games, and you, the players don't seem to have the same like passion as college totally. players do. They're just in it for the money. But this weekend, the games were very competitive. There were three game-winning field goals, and then that overtime game with the Chiefs, that was some amazing quarterback play. <laughs> and, yeah, that was a great weekend for the NFL, and that was some fun football. Yes. Uh, we have to, we have to, it is our obligation as competent
1: sports fans, uh, not old boomers, to open up some hate mail. We have some hate mail for you guys. Mm-hmm. This hate mail edition is going to the NFL and its overtime rules.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm sending some hate mail to uh, Roger Goodell specifically just because, uh, every, you know, Roger Goodell is easy to hate. He's a very hateable person. And he is, you know as commissioner of the NFL looks over these things. The overtime rule was absolutely ridiculous. The only reason the Bills lost this game is because Josh Allen called tails. Yep. Which, you know, you, you got to give him credit because if he wouldn't have called tails and it would have been and it would have been tails, people would have hit him with the oh tails never fails. Right. But so like you can't blame him for choosing <laughs> tails. He had to do it. But, you know, he didn't even get a chance after playing an incredible game, after playing the game of his life. He doesn't even get a chance. That sucks.
2: Yeah. um, I was looking at the stats for this, and, well, there's kind of two stories. I think overall, throughout all NFL games, regular season and overtime, or and playoffs, I mean, it's kind of 50-50. Like, the the first team to get the ball doesn't always win the game. Right. It's kind of 50-50. But in the playoffs, there have been 11 overtime playoff games. And the team that won the coin toss is 10-1. and 1. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so it definitely makes a difference in the playoffs when you have good teams with competent offenses. So I think that rule definitely needs to change. I one bajillion percent agree.
1: I loved the game. The game itself was really fun to watch. It was kind of back and forth. And then the last two minutes, there were 25 points scored. It was insane. We go to overtime. And the game ends. And I just left not liking the game. I left thinking, "Oh, what a bummer. That was a dumb game. Like, I just hate the NFL now." And the NFL needs to change its rules. I've heard people saying, "Oh, you know, college uh, overtime isn't isn't perfect, whatever. So just adopt it for the playoffs." Nobody even watches the NFL regular season anyway.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And so, and like Danny said, you can't just have the game decided on a coin toss. That's worse than penalty kicks in soccer. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's
1: worse. it's terrible. So we hate you, NFL. Um, but those were some good games, and we're excited for this next weekend as well. Okay,
0: I, I know, <clears throat> I know the whole overtime situation sucked, but can we talk about the last two minutes of that game, <laughs> where mm-hmm. the Chiefs score to go up? I think it was what they, they go up twenty six twenty one. Yeah, they went up right, and then you, oh no, you left Josh Allen too much time, and Josh Allen goes down and scores. There's seventeen seconds left on the clock, and you jokingly say, "Oh, they left Patrick Mahomes too much time." But they actually left Patrick Mahomes too much time. Why the Bills didn't squib kick it, I will never know. But all it took was a little pass to Hill, was a little pass to uh, Tyreek Hill, little a pass, pass to Travis Kelsey, Kelsey, Kelsey yeah. Hill boom, there in field goal range. That's insane. Seventeen seconds. What, it, dude, my mind is just blown. It was an incredible, incredible finish of regulation.
2: Overtime <clears> just sucked. Yep. Yeah, I have another fun stat Ooh. as a Washington. Football team fan. Ooh. They will have a new name next week, I think. The second. The second. Is that a Sunday or what day is that?
0: Uh, I believe
2: February 2nd. Is it Wednesday? It is a Wednesday. Okay, next Wednesday, they will have a name. But anyways, the stat is Patrick Mahomes, after the two-minute warning, had 188 passing yards. Oh, <laughs> Which is a lot of yards. That's a lot of (laughs) yards. Especially the NFL. And Washington, in their last 65 games, their leading passer has had less than 188 yards in the whole game, 31 out of 65 times. (laughs) So, in half their games, their quarterback does not do as well as Patrick Mahomes does in two minutes. Final two minutes of the playoffs. (laughs) Sadness for me.
0: (laughs) Why are we the fans of the three most poverty franchises in the league?
2: It's sad.
1: I have
0: no idea. (laughs) Just a little review: Dan, Washington Football Team, Jared, the Browns, me, the Jaguars. Oh my gosh!
1: The three like most laughable franchises. I know. The bottom dwellers. Uh, (sighs) That's why we don't watch the NFL. I miss you, Blake Bortles. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to
0: proper football. Ooh, we got some proper football. We got yes. football. the United States, who is entering the World Cup qualifiers. Are you excited yes. for that?
2: Joe, I hope you're listening to this, because this is proper football. Football. As we say in our Liverpudlian accents. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we have World Cup qualifiers right now. We're second in our federation, as they call it, which mm. is Central and North America. Behind... Behind Canada, Canada is having a surprise cycle. We're second. And the top three teams qualify automatically. The fourth team goes to kind of a playoff with teams from other parts other of the nations, world, yeah. other federations. And we play Canada on Sunday. Uh oh. So that's a big game. We have two other games as well. We need to win those games to solidify our qualifying spot. So look out for those in the next week. Those are big time, big time,
1: because we're in a time of U.S. soccer, kind of a golden age. We can't really, like, justify that just yet because we haven't played in the World Cup. We haven't made it to knockout stage yet. But this is really crucial because this is, like, kind of the time for the U.S. men's national team. Like, this is the window that we need to make a run in the World Cup. So we really need to qualify and win these next couple of games.
0: You know, the golden age of U.S.A. soccer. Will always be, in my heart, Tim Howard. Tim <laughs> Howard. Tim Howard, the goalkeeper that could save literally anything and single-handedly carried us to, like, uh, we, we lost to Germany that year, who went on to just dominate the World Cup. Yeah. So, shout out to Tim Howard. He stood on his head,
2: as they say.
1: Mm-hmm. His
2: bald, bald head.
1: All right, should we get um, <laughs> things more relevant locally? Okay, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Men's basketball AP Top 25 came out Ooh, and BYU great. somehow is still not in the top 25. Can you believe it? You're joking. We got snubbed.
0: Like I, as soon as I saw the ratings come out and I saw that we were the first team in receiving votes and like other teams jumped us which like I guess like Marquette jumping us, okay, I get it. There'd be some right teams. But like are you kidding me? As soon as I read it, I wanted to get my fist, punch it through my phone, have it translate into some Bitcoin cryptocurrency NFT bull <laughs> and have it leave the freaking work computer of all the AP voters and hit them right in the knobs. Yeah.
2: yeah, after all the tweets we've read about BYU's quad 1 and 2 wins and no quad 3 and 4 losses, I was shocked that we were not ranked. <laughs> but maybe I shouldn't be. Maybe these ranking people don't know what they're talking about because we obviously do. Obviously. obviously.
1: Oh, it's definitely East Coast bias. Let me read you this. Only This is from Gregor Bell. Only teams with eight or more quad one and quad two wins. Number one, Auburn. Number 11, Wisconsin. Number four, Baylor. And number five, Kansas. And then there's BYU, who's not ranked. <laughs> wow. We are one of those, what, one, two, three, four, six teams
0: with eight quad one quad two wins. And we're not ranked. We're not ranked, and the rest are top 11. The next lowest is 11. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Like,
1: it's absolutely ridiculous. It is. is This is batshnikey crazy. (laughs) And let let us preface that uh, being top 25 in basketball uh, does not matter. And we are enraged. We are furious. We are irate about I this. That's a good Just point. because it doesn't matter doesn't mean we don't care. Exactly. We exactly. absolutely care. But it's nice to have that number next to your name. It is. It's like self-gratifying. It's like, it's like yes, we actually are a decent team. Yeah.
2: You know what I think? What? I think being ranked is actually rat poison. Ooh. <laughs> we got a rat poison. <laughs> it's now. rat poison. It's bad for the players. bad for their mindset. They need to be ranked last every week so that they try their hardest and prove oh, themselves.
1: Dan Sabin here. You're going to be like,
0: I-U-P-U-I. Yeah. What? You're up 2-0. Are you not happy, Kobe?
1: Job's not finished. Yes. <laughs> that's how they got to be every single week. Job's not finished. Alright, uh, one more thing about BOA mm-hmm. basketball real quick in housekeeping that's turning into a 15-minute segment. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. Sorry, guys. Uh, funny quote from uh, Mark Pope. Okay, uh, Mark Pope. This is from Alex Vajar, Taylor's version.
2: Mm. Yeah, local reporter. I know him from soccer. Okay, perfect. Lake. <laughs>
1: perfect. Uh, Mark Pope, when talking about BYU's win over Oregon Ducks early in the season, that's becoming a quad one. Mm. Mark Pope starts joking that it should be quad zero and transitioned into this wonderful quote about literal ducks. It was in Portland. I don't know how much less neutral you can get. You walk around Portland, and there's ducks everywhere. In fact, I kid you not, you see these ducks on TV, and they look so cute. They look fuzzy, and they got the big beak. They got the big beak. He was out with an ankle. So talking about their mascot? he's talking about literal ducks you <laughs> oh see gosh. them in person they're freaking terrifying you've seen a duck in person they're wandering around going quack 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 they're just terrifying so you think about going to play that great team with all these ducks running around it's scary so we should get way more credit than that
0: <laughs> I love Mark wow. Quote I, I, I don't know what he's on but I want some of it
1: yes <laughs> what a guy <laughs> He comes out in,
0: in the press conference afterwards and, and he, he says, yeah, our team was pushing P. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh,
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Alex Barcello laughing? <laughs> oh, For those of you who don't know what pushing P That's is, you need to do some internet
1: research. We can't explain that one to you.
2: Get literate, guys. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> internet know. Media literacy. literacy.
1: Exactly. Yep. Uh, next up on the docket is women's basketball. We Ooh. have to talk about them. Yes, so they, uh, they had an actually a close game this week. Uh, they won only, only 11. by 11. Only 11? At only San 11. Diego. And they thought that wasn't close enough. So when they came home, they decided to turn the ball over 22 times. Oh. And they still won by 22. Ooh. Oh, my. Ooh,
2: magic number, 22 there. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: really turned over 22
2: times? 22 times. I
0: cannot believe it, man. They play a fun, fast brand of basketball. And I think sometimes they get a little ahead of themselves. They are having a lot of fun, and sometimes you can get lost in it. But they are currently ranked number 16 in the nation, which is tied for the highest ranking in women for BYU women's basketball in program history. So they tied themselves themselves from earlier this year (laughs) because they dropped down a little bit and came back up. So if they can get above 16, they'll have the highest ranking in program history.
2: Shout-out to our women. Let's go. Uh, Last time we talked about how... They're projected to be a four seed. I think I saw a three seed today. Okay. Now a projected three Which, seed. Which, as we said, means they'll be hosting the first round, first Catch two, us there. Yeah, of the tournament. Can so you imagine? That would be Catch awesome. Catch us there, man. In Provo. I wonder if they're going to sell beer at it.
0: <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah. but I don't think that's going to happen. Let's talk about Jackson Dart. Oh, yes. We've been hearing a lot of smoke about Jackson Dart. Um, So there's a quote from Monty, the Monty Show, which is a a local radio show, and I believe it's in South Jordan, who Mm -hmm. he said he is a source, and he said this, I am told Jackson Dart has told Lane Kiffin his preference is BYU, but that Michael Trigg, the tight end from USC that he is considering himself a package deal with, Mm -hmm. is undecided. Mm. This led Kiffin to visit Dart on Monday.
2: Okay, and that's where we saw the snow picture, mm. or something. Or was there another visit? There was another. There was visit. another a one. Second visit. A second uh, visit. Lane uh, Kiffin is pushing hard. For Apparently, Jackson. Lane Kiffin pushing went to pee. Los Angeles. Pushing
0: P. Pushing P. Yeah. <laughs> Push pee, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's some other developments too. Apparently, Dart's girlfriend has started following a lot of Ole Miss players and coaches. If you want to go with the old girlfriend theory, which is always important when you're looking at transfer portal news,
1: True. every time we've mentioned it, it's come come through for us. Exactly, yeah. except for uh, except for what, the times that one it? guy Caleb Williams. It was yep. Caleb Williams, yeah. Well, technically, well, he's, he's still undecided. Still he hasn't committed to okay. North
0: Carolina. Uh, to not, still has not committed to North Carolina. But um, yeah, yeah, you know um, Jackson Dart, that that would be a huge get for us. Yeah, we're gonna see what happens though, because Lane Kiffin still is trying to. Attack him and JT Daniels at the same time. So, we'll see what happens.
1: I feel like he's really just trying to get one guy to hold him over until Archie Manning comes in. But yep, exactly. Drew,
2: I guess we'll see. Maybe Jackson Dart knows that. Ooh. Maybe. Is he willing to sit on Dart him? if you're listening? You don't want to be stuck behind Archie Manning at Old Miss. So. Exactly. Yeah, change is painful, but come nothing is the as the painful promo. as staying stuck somewhere that you don't belong. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> in the words of Lane Kiffin. <laughs> <Yeah>. Lane Kiffin <laughs> subtweeting. Yeah, that was a quote from Lane Kiffin that he posted on Twitter and then said hashtag, or he said time to hashtag come to the sip.
0: And there's obviously like mountains in the background. Change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. Trying to tell Jackson Dart, you don't belong in Utah, man. Come here to Mississippi. Come join the SIP.
1: Yeah. You know what, Lane Kiffin? Go sit
2: down. Yeah.
1: Go sit down. (laughs) (laughs) I want to cheer for Ole Miss. I love their powder blue uniforms. But if Jackson Dart is wanting to go to BYU and then ends up going to Ole Miss because Lane Kiffin is a slimy little grimo, then... (laughs) I was trying to think of something appropriate. It can be a struggle sometimes.
2: (laughs) But uh, I will not be happy. Yeah, that's when things get personal for me. If you take my Jackson Dart, mm-hmm. I will never cheer for you again. He was ours from the beginning. <laughs> He's from Utah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We were one of the first schools to offer him. Yes,
1: we actually probably not. Yeah. <laughs> we were one of. of history, I think but... we're one of
0: six or eight schools that offered him.
2: Okay, okay, that's good company. That's, that's good for us. I think. Yeah, we've learned. We actually actually did offer you. We've learned from previous
1: experiences. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Jackson Dart, do not come to the sip. Remember the word of wisdom. No hottie toddy for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, I must apologize for something I said. I said that I hate all refs everywhere. Justin's dad is a referee, and I would like to personally apologize uh, to you, and I'm sorry, and I hope you forgive me, and I... Do not want you to come to my location that Siri blurted out yeah. at me and destroy me. So, uh, <laughs> yes, I apologize. There are good-hearted refs out there. Yeah, I you know. Uh, last
0: point of order in this housekeeping. Uh, Mason Wake is short. Um, I went. I went to play pickup basketball yesterday, and there was like some twenty-two people there at the church, and like seven or eight of them were all BYU football players.
1: What
0: are the odds? We had there were offensive linemen there. There was linebackers, and one of the guys that was there was Mason Wake. So I'm playing against him, he drives on me, uh, he tries to drive to the, the basket, and I swatted his shot, like, literally onto the stage. <laughs> Absolutely demolished his shot, Mason Wake, on the basketball court, I'm your daddy. <laughs> I would have expected him to just jump over you. Yeah, finally, you know. yeah, seriously, Mason Wake, if you're listening to this, I'm challenging you, one on one. Uh-oh. Me oh Me and no. you, I have keys to my church building, come
1: on. We'll film it. It'll be fun. Let's go. Me and Danny will be there in full BYU gear cheering for Mason Lake.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be cheering for them to have a good time. Sportsmanship. yes. Oh, screw sportsmanship, not on this podcast. For May they both
1: play to the best of their abilities. Yes. yes. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> okay, uh... <laughs> Now we're halfway through the show, let's actually get to the content Yeah. Okay, yeah. we, we normally cover. <laughs> let's,
0: let's go through this.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to do college basketball, what we learned this week. Danny. Okay, what I learned about the college basketball landscape as a whole is that Auburn is a basketball school. I think it's official. Okay, Auburn's <laughs> a basketball First school. First off, their football team has Bo Nix. We've talked a lot well, about him. Not had anymore. They had He's him. Transferred. They had him. Yes, they had him. Yes, I actually forgot about that. But they had him. And we talked about him a lot during football season. More than we probably needed to, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, their football program is going through some rough times. But their basketball school... Now, they are. <laughs> and you know how I know that? How? Oh. Because I think the Iron Bowl might be better in basketball <laughs> than in football. You oh. Yeah, Auburn, Alabama. That could actually be a fun game in basketball. That's a basketball both, rivalry. Both mm. teams that are actually you know good at basketball, unlike the Iron Bowl in football. <laughs> <laughs> also, their main character. Uh, I think it's like Wendell Green, something. It's kind of like a little pudgy. Right. Have a baby face, I don't know. But he looks kind of like a cartoon character, and that also caught my attention. So, Auburn is a football school now. Okay, I'm I mean, too. basketball school. <laughs> <but I just laughs> okay, yeah, basketball. No, I t- I just looked up a picture of him.
1: I could definitely see it.
2: He's got like the frizzy afro, right? Yeah, frizzy afro, kind of chubby cheeks. Cartoony, He's a very smiley guy. guy. He'd probably smoke me in basketball, but. I mean, just sit on you. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's pretty good too. The dude's a
0: beast. He's an he's a certified. I baller. like him.
1: I like him a lot. He's averaging five assists per game. Mm.
2: Ooh, distributor.
0: Okay, floor general. Yeah. Mm. Let's see. Uh, through this week, I have learned about college basketball. This year is just fun. Purdue, like a week ago, two weeks ago, reached number one for the first time in AP poll history.
1: That's awesome. Okay, first great. time in their
0: program history that they've reached number one in the AP poll. This week, Auburn got ranked number one for the first time in school history. We have multiple schools who are getting to the top for the first time ever. That is amazing. And Auburn, honestly, they look like the real deal. They didn't today. We're recording this on Monday. They didn't today. But they are just in overtime from being undefeated. Also, the wow. fact that the WCC is still a four-bid conference as far into the season is pretty cool as well. This season, like I said, is just fun. The Blue Bloods are, the Blue Bloods are alive and well. Kentucky, UCLA, Kansas, Duke,
1: but there are newcomers to the party as well. It's awesome. Perfect. I love college basketball for that reason. There's so much more parity. There's so much more back and forth than in college football, and uh, old people in a room have less sway over college basketball because okay. of how many games there are. Yep. They can't just say that the SEC is better because we get to see the SEC go out and we get to see know, the Big 12 challenge. Yeah, exactly. I love those. Kentucky those Kansas is on Saturday like those challenges. Man. Those are awesome.
2: We love those. They
1: are the best. Um for me, mine is actually very recent. Uh, it's not aging super well. Uh <laughs> Arizona is fraudulent. Okay. UCLA I don't believe is as good as people give them, or as as good as people say they are. I think UCLA mm. is not as good. And they are absolutely handling Arizona earlier in this game. Recording Tuesday night, like Justin said, and we're watching the Arizona <laughs> UCLA game, Pac twelve after dark. Gotta love it's just it's as fun time. in basketball. It really is. Yeah, uh, but they are extremely fraudulent. Their best win is against Michigan, who's number four at the time and is now barely five hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, they're number one in net, and I'm gonna say that is a false, fraudulent accusation of How falsity.
2: How are they named number one in net?
1: It's impossible. I don't know, but uh, I lo- I have lost faith in the in the net rankings because Arizona is bad football team and basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're kind of confusing football and basketball. Yeah, here. Yeah. You no. Know, I just like to just say on a football hangover. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I would just like to say that may not age well at all. Arizona might win the national yeah, championship, probably win the- <laughs> last
2: season but
1: last <laughs> I'm watching them right now, and a prisoner of the moment, Jared Call hates Arizona because they're bad and overrated.
0: If Arizona ends up winning this game, everybody DM Jared a clown emoji. <laughs> oh,
1: I'll that. post I'll just post a picture of myself on my story with the clown emoji over yeah. my face. <laughs> Arizona wins the final score. I am now That's I'm now anti-Arizona. That is anti-Arizona. one of my many takes on this podcast.
0: We're an anti-Clemson and Arizona podcast now. Yes. Okay. That's Look fun. at that. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to BYU basketball specifically. Let's take a little bit of time to recap last week. Uh, right now we're going through a trap game gauntlet. It's Oof. it's not great, uh, but we had San Diego and we had Portland. San Diego we kind of struggled with, but we came away with a seventy nine to seventy one victory. Portland we handled a little better. Handled their extremely hot shooting night. Beat them seventy eight to sixty five. What are your guys' thoughts on the games?
2: Um. My thoughts are that we do not really blow teams out, just nope. in general, like no matter who we're playing. Football, basketball. We don't win by more than 20 points, which it's, is what I would call a blowout. Unless well, it's Oregon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> With a few exceptions. Well, it's because Mark Pope <laughs> is like, mad at the Ducks. He's like, yeah, he dude, he "Mark Pope hates Ducks. <laughs> ducks. <laughs> uh, but,
1: Danny, it's a Christ-like attribute. Oh. It's charity and virtue. and virtue.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah. True. Um, it's so not in between the lines. Yeah. The only teams we beat more th- by more than 20 is Oregon. Still confused by that one. Mark, I love it. Vendetta the against Ducks. the Ducks. <laughs> the players got so scared from the Ducks that they swapped them. We had Central Methodist, who we beat by 30 something. And then There's I think street. there was one other. There was one uh, Pacific we beat by 22. So that's actually like a blowout yeah
1: mm-hmm.
2: in the wcc which is good but we don't do that as often as we should
1: and definitely
2: that's my biggest takeaway from the last week of games where i was expecting more blowouts but the games were actually pretty close so yeah that's just the way the team is i guess and as long as we keep winning it's fine with me i agree i i I'm not exactly,
1: like, thrilled with the proposition, especially when you're in these late kind of games of San Diego. But
2: Mm -hmm.
1: as long as we're winning, it's fine, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, For me, biggest takeaway was Seneca freaking Knight, guys. 14 points in both games. Over the two games, he shot 50% from three, 56% from the field, and was 100% from the charity stripe. That's pretty dang good. Dude's a baller. Yeah, that's huge. Major baller. If... If he can slowly turn into that deadly weapon and take the pressure off of Alex Barcelo as the main scorer, not that Seneca Knight would become the main scorer, but just we've seen teams double and triple team Alex Barcelo, right? So if Seneca Knight can bang those corner threes, he can get his own shot. That's going to be huge for us offensively, just to have another weapon when they take Alex Barcelo out of the game. Here's your friendly reminder that Seneca Knight has multiple 30-point games in his career.
0: mm. Now for me, both of these, game, both of these games were closer than I wanted them to be, but our offense is finally starting to click. We have uh, we've scored more than 70 points in four straight games now. That's which we've good. done intermittently throughout the season. We've only done them in pockets of four. But uh, we're finally starting to score again. What really makes me happy is that people other than Barcelo are scoring. Focusing on the Portland game, Lucas had 16, Knight had 14, Loner 13, Foos 13. Alex Barcelo only had nine that game, That's and crazy. we still yeah. put up 78 points. If we can get Loner to be consistent and more aggressive and make a layup every once in a while, we will be in pretty good shape. But the thing that I love most is that we are not breaking down under pressure. Both of these games were games that we were being pressed in, that, you know, there was trash talk. The San Diego game was so chippy, but we were <laughs> trash talking back. Barcelo is staring down refs and pointing at the scoreboard, the shut-up players.
2: Yeah, tiki. That was so funny.
0: Tiki. A tiki Ali. Atiki is literally hitting back. And the thing is, Coach Pope wasn't even mad at him. In the locker room, he's like, wow, you won't back down to anyone, huh? They had to teach a Tiki what that meant. And once a Tiki realized what it meant, he said, heck yeah, I'm never backing
2: down. That's awesome. I love it. I love this team. Yeah. Um, one thought I just had that kind of goes along with that, it has to do with that mindset that this team has that Justin was talking about of not backing down. Kind of being the aggressors. Um, it reminds me back of the teams under Dave Rose where we had that Lone Peak 3. Eric Mika, Eric Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Haas. We had, What's yeah. We've had Tyler oh, Emery, TJ Nick Haas, Emory, Haas, Nick Emery. And, <laughs> um, and like those players, they're <laughs> sp- <laughs> we laugh about them a lot now. They are supposed to be really good. Like, we were told they'd be really good.
1: They were supposed to be, like, the number one recruited class in the country Yeah, or their
0: high
2: school team was amazing. High school national championship. Yeah, but... Eric Mika was good. I think, looking back, they weren't much more than, like, glorified church ball players. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could tell in games, they didn't have that killer mindset. They kind of well, got frustrated really easily. <laughs> Nick Emery had the
1: well killer mindset
2: with yeah. his hands. He, really <laughs> That's, he swung a few punches. <laughs> I was like Tyler Haas yeah. was did really i house, hit I get gamers. what you're saying though, Dan. Yeah. Totally like, get it. There's a different mindset of these guys being a little more tough. You can tell they didn't grow up just playing in churches against you know their fellow playing horse core with their members. Mormon against message. Brother Johnson and <laughs> yeah. There's been a culture change that I love at BYU basketball and I love the players and yeah, I think it definitely helps us mentally in these close games.
1: Yeah, and that's gonna be huge going into the big twelve
2: Mm because
1: I was watching the Big 12 the other day holy crap dude that's a physical league Yes, it was insane it looked like a freaking lacrosse match out there they're just beating each other up and the refs are like play on play on play on it's a whole other game yeah so that's really good that we have that killer instinct um don't mess with Atiki, obviously. Mm-hmm. In the in the replay, you see him as he's getting up. His eyes are just, like, wide and oh, staring at the guy. God. And I was like, oh, shoot, tunnel vision. <laughs> it's like Mace Windu in Revenge of the Sith when oh, he's, like, steering, staring down his lightsaber at Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, it was that kind of scary. I lost my mind when, when Atiki did that. I was <laughs> yeah. going, I was like, Atiki! <laughs> That's my god!
0: Yes.
1: It should have been a double peg insane. because the guy tackled him onto the floor. I After know, further should have review,
0: been. it shouldn't have been an ejection, too. Atiki just kind of shoved off. The other dude just happens to be the perfect height to where Atiki's right. shove is in his yeah. face. Yeah.
1: Um, one last little recap uh, nugget thing. Real quick here. Could Foose become the best BYU basketball player since Jim Affrede? I think he hmm. has the ceiling, too. I think right now, obviously... Like, not quite just because he hasn't done anything real for our team, right? He hasn't led us to a Final Four, blah, 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 right? Yeah. But could he become the best basketball player since Jimmer?
2: Hmm, that is a great question. I think he might have the potential to. Okay. I'm not saying he will, I think the odds are he won't. Okay. But I think it might be possible. And he's only a freshman. He's played like half a season yeah. right, in right, college. Right. He's already gotten so much better. If he continues along this trajectory, it might be possible. Maybe. Still a very slim chance. Right, it's, and it's very—it's extremely it's, early. It's not impossible. Yeah. Huh. Here's the thing. Foos
0: has the potential to be a better player overall than Jimmer was. Because we know that Jimmer struggled defensively for his entire career. Mm. Fusini... Does not struggle defensively, and he has a very oh. good offensive game. If he can develop the outside shot, which I'm sure they will work with him on, and he do, he did a he did a drop step first time oh. I've ever seen a BYU big actually drop step it was amazing, but um and it worked. he's going he's going to be good. There's going to be a difference between him and Jimmer though. While Foose might be better overall, Jimmer touched the ball on every single play That's and true. could pull up from wherever he wanted. Whereas Foose will not do that. Foose relies on getting the ball in the post. People have to pass it to him. He doesn't bring the ball up. So will he be as a prolific a scorer? Will he make the national headlines? No, but the kid's a darn good player. That
1: that's that's a really good point. It kind of reminds me of Luca Garza last year, the Iowa guy. Yeah, like he was probably one of the best players you know in the last ten years in college basketball. But because he relied on his team. To get him the ball, like, he couldn't do as much. So, that's a very good point. Dude still average, like, 25 points a game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. So, I don't know. Keep your eyes on Foose. He's got a lot of potential. And now, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you, not by Bill Walton, but by Bactus Woo! Bactus Boodler is the perfect drink for when you need something to chug after a... Win over the number two team in the nation, over Gonzaga, at home. Uh It is the drink of choice when you are in California going to an XFL game. It is the drink of choice when you are forced to eat an onion like an apple because you're an idiot and bet on Caleb (laughs) Loner. So, if you have any of these problems or an assortment of other similar problems that fall into the same physiological or psychological category... Go pick up some Back This from your nearest uh, participating retailer mm-hmm. and have yourself a boolin' in time.
0: Alright, now coming back from that beautiful ad, we love Back This on this podcast. We're always trying to bool. Let's move on to our final basketball segment as we look back in time. Let's do smiley face, straight face, frowny face. Alright Jared, you got the smiley face. Yes, I have yeah. this,
1: I have the smiley face. I'm just gonna go with uh, home court advantage because home court advantage was huge. Uh, I know that none of the games were like super close as to where it really like mattered as far as the outcome of the game, but Portland came into the game averaging over or almost eighty five percent from the free throw line as a team. Whoa. Number one in the entire nation. Wow. What did they shoot on Saturday? They shot 50% from the free throw line. 9 of 18. Wow. A lot of those were going into the rock. Thank you to everybody that showed out among the COVID protocols. Just do what you need to do, whatever it is. Sell yourself to the devil. Get to the Marriott Center. It's going to be rocking the next week when we play USF and Gonzaga.
2: (laughs) Yes, sir. I have the straight face emoji. For all y'alls. And my straight face is given in honor to Caleb Loner. Okay. okay. A little straight face. face is probably an upgrade for him. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. Yeah, to the start yeah, of the season. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he still has not figured everything out offensively, as we know. Clearly. Mm. And maybe could get a couple more rebounds, as Jared knows. <laughs> but... <laughs> He's been noticeably more involved in offense, and I think he's gaining a little more confidence. I'm seeing less hesitation totally, than we saw at the beginning. Totally. And I think that's huge for him. I think, I hope it's only a matter of time before we see him in the smiley face category. Ooh, mm. bold prediction. Mm.
0: Yeah. I have the frowny face. Uh, my frowny face goes to slow starts. Uh, we have been a second half team so far. In the first half versus San Diego, it was 31-31. to 31. Hmm. Not ideal.
1: Kind of lucky to be- get into that. Y- yes, and it was because
0: yeah. of a crazy Spencer Johnson steal layup. <laughs> after Alex Barcelo made a 3, it was a five-zero run in like 2 seconds. Uh, against Portland, we were up 39-34 at the half. But we were trailing until 52 seconds left in the first half when we went on a 6-0 run thanks to Seneca Knight who single-handedly went on that 6-0 run <laughs> Fu's, got a, Fu's got a block in that time too Ooh.
2: so if it isn't for
0: that 6-0 run we go in the halftime down one point in the Portland hmm. we cannot keep getting away with these slow starts against San Francisco against St. Mary's against Gonzaga it will come back to bite us mm. we need to fix it
2: I 100% <laughs> yeah. agree if we want to have any sort of success in the tournament we've got to get that sorted out Oh, Quick. yes.
0: No slow starts against UCLA.
2: Oh, my heart. <laughs> at JCW's.
1: Because the line at BW's is like a two-hour wait. We did not plan that very well. Uh, no, we did Probably should have saw that. I'm so excited for March Madness, you guys. I've already started making a script for the March Madness episode. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, thank you for hanging with us, viewers. We know that it's... Uh, It's a struggle. It can be a struggle, yeah, of course. Just follow our minds as we (laughs) progress through this together. (laughs) Follow our genius. Yes. Okay, we've looked
0: back. Let's look ahead. BYU has two games this week, at Santa Clara and at
2: Pacific. How are you guys feeling about the Santa Clara game? This one is a little sneaky, I think. Santa Clara are not bad. They're not? No. I think their latest net ranking had them at 83. That's right. Which... You know, like we said, not bad. That's definitely a formidable opponent. Um, It's at Santa Clara, so that would be a quad two game.
1: As of now, as of right now, they might move up. They could
2: theoretically sneak up into quad one. We'll have to see. Um, Hopefully, they don't beat us and move up that way (laughs) at our expense. Yeah, (laughs) Um, let's hope we beat them. Quad 2 is great. Another Quad 2 win for us. Yeah, they'll we get still completely won't be overlooked. Ranked. We yeah, still but, won't mm-hmm. even be close to be ranked, but yep. we'll have the most Quad 1 and Quad 2 wins by 7, <laughs> roughly. Um, but yeah, their last game was against San Diego, mm-hmm. who we just played, and they had to go to overtime to beat them 78 to 74.
1: Yes, and I think that is a very good indication of how this game is going to be. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot like San Diego game. Chippy, lots of pushing and shoving. The WCC refs will call half of it and then yep. let the other half go. <laughs> Completely inconsistent. And I'd just like to let everyone know that ever since I said Arizona sucks, they've scored six points in like the f- past 45 minutes. So, <laughs> they do suck. Jared Nobody tried. would
0: be D-ing Jared <laughs> any clown Nope. <laughs> <movie.
1: laughs> so, anyway, Santa Clara they're a good team. I love that it's on Thursday at 9 p.m. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's, Thursday night game. Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, night cap. Justin, take it from
0: me. I'm going to double-check something real quick. Yeah, sure. Santa Clara is a good team, ranked 83rd in the net, like we said. They have four players that average in double figures, Ooh. two guards and two forwards, so they spread the ball out. Balance. And they have one more forward who averages nine points per game. They're not a huge team. Nice. They have a couple 6'10 guys. We match up with them pretty well height-wise and physicality-wise. Their leading scorer, Jalen Williams, averages 18.3 points per game. Ooh. He is a certified problem. Very athletic, good shooter. We need to contain this guy, especially at home. Because Santa Clara fans get behind him. We need to contain this guy or yeah. we will be in trouble.
2: That is going to be a problem. That definitely worries me. I I remember we always seem to have like... Against mid-tier WCC teams, one player who goes off against us oh. every time they play us, I could see Jalen Williams being that guy, and he might be a handful for us. Yeah, I agree.
1: Um, Sorry, the thing I was looking up, the BYU game at 9, I know it's mm-hmm. late, but right before it, St. Mary's, San Francisco. Ooh. Ooh, that's a game. That's so, gonna a good one. Where's it at? At San Francisco. At so. San Francisco. So that is a top-tier college basketball matchup. Yeah. Just to get you primed for BYU's game, which will also look like a
2: top-tier college <laughs> basketball matchup. Unfortunately.
1: Um, on next game, Saturday, this one at 7 p.m., both games on ESPNU. Playing Pacific. Their net ranking is 305, so... <laughs> <Not>
0: good. <laughs>
1: Yeesh. Okay.
0: I did not know there were that many teams. I think it goes <laughs> to like... T- Three hundred seventy, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. Uh, Dan already mentioned this earlier in the show. Last time we played them, because we have played them once already. This will be yes. our first repeat game in WCC play. We beat them by twenty-two. God bless America. Yeah, so we do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, there. Oh, yeah. fact check: three hundred fifty-eight teams in Division One,
2: and they're three hundred fifth. So they're bottom. What is that? Definitely having a rough bottom eighty-five
1: percent. Yes. Yes, they're 85% from the top. They're bad. Yeah,
2: that's not good. It's it's definitely not good. Um, Yeah, not too much to say about these guys. They've had a rough go at it in terms of basketball and also off the court. Lots of COVID postponements. Well, (laughs) in air quotes. Yeah, they they claim it's based on COVID, but they probably just don't want to play. Yes. Really do,
1: well. do you guys want to hear who their wins are against? Let's oh, hear. Oh, I'd love to. Hawaii Hilo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even pronounce Hawaii. it. Hawaii Hilo. <laughs> Stanislas. What the? Stanislaus State. Oh. <laughs> Stanislaus State. What is that? Chicago State. Chicago's not a state, by way. Chicago state. is not a state. Uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff. Nope.
2: <laughs> and UC Santa Barbara. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Those are their wins. Are their the Gauchos. Who have they lost to? Uh, do, you do you really want to know? know? <laughs> They've lost to a lot of teams.
1: They've lost to UNCO, Hawaii, UTEP, uh, University of UCD, whatever that is, uh, CSUF, uh, UC, Davis. UC Davis. UC Davis, that's the one. Okay. Um, Central Southern Underminer, Florida, <laughs> San Joseph Saint University, Jose. North Dakota State. Uh, They played uh, UC Davis again And lost again (laughs) Lost again (laughs) First time they lost by 6 Second time they lost by 10 And then they lost to Cal They lost to us And they lost to Santa Clara And they lost to San Diego So they have a lot of But to to touch on Uh, Dan's uh,
0: postponement point They have had 5 of their last 8 games postponed That's gotta be real 5 of their last 8 Their Santa Clara game was postponed Rescheduled Postponed again. <laughs> then they played it, and they lost. Wow. Nice. They're bad. Pacific's bad.
1: Let's just hope that uh, we don't lose this game, because if we do, our turn hair-ups, over.
0: Yeah, over. Yeah, this Done. That's going to be a very
2: bad loss for <laughs> yes. us.
0: We are currently skating in between an 8 and a 7. Yeah. So, yeah. Bracket Matrix, which like takes into account all of the bracketologies, has us at a low 7. It's creeping into 6, actually. Oh, okay. So we really need to take care of business this week get our Quad 2 win at uh, Santa Clara, get our Quad 4 win at Pacific, and move into next week focused for San Francisco and Gonzaga. But to make this week, this trap game gauntlet, more interesting, let's raise the stakes. Oh, boy. Let's do it. (laughs)
1: Not again.
0: So, you guys saw the onion thing. If you haven't seen the Instagram video yet, check it out on our Instagram at loyal2royalpod. The punishment for this time around is that we're gonna be doing the saltine cracker challenge. Oh boy. Which heck. is six saltines in 60 seconds, which might sound easy, but trust me, you'll be gagging.
1: Uh, Justin yeah. has done one of these sort of things.
0: Yeah. The, the, the Cheez it. Its. Yeah, the 24 Cheez Its or whatever in 30 seconds. That was a
2: tough one. <laughs> I think the key here is no water. Yes. When you have the saltine No liquids. Because no those water. things are dry takes a lot of saliva to kind of chew them up and swallow them. They will dry you out. But yeah, I don't know how six of, that, six of those would be possible. <laughs> those They'll dry you too. out more than like a one time a day. Yeah. Your
1: hand. <laughs>
2: okay, so
0: I guess I'll go first. My bet, and I'm banking on Caleb Lohner, which is Jared's mistake. Uh-huh. Don't do it, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Caleb Lohner and these two games will
2: combine for 20 or more points. Oh, boy. Good luck. Okay, we'll see about that one. <laughs> For me, I'm kind of going off of Gideon George. Ooh. Ooh. I think he's gonna have sort of a breakout game and in one of two, one of these games he will have fifteen points or more. Oh. I think. Okay. I side note, I really love Gideon George. I like his game. I love Gideon too. If he gets his shooting more consistent, he'll be a problem. Mr. Fundamental. Yeah. There are spots awesome. in the game
1: where he just goes on like a, a personal personal 0 run. Yeah. I know. He <laughs> can shoot the
2: threes, so athletic around the rim. Yeah. He decides He's not awesome.
0: to pass. He gets into the rim, pivots eight times with four pump fakes, and he yeah. finally gets a layup. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome.
2: Oh, Dan, what do we got? Oh no, they're showing <laughs> the Wizards. <laughs> well, the Wizards are winning. So what? What happened to the Wizards, Dan? They were winning. They were up by thirty five at one point. <laughs> Against oh, no. the Clippers, and they come back from a 35-point deficit to beat the Wizards in <laughs> sadness. Washington, D.C. sports you teams. You can't blame them. They're sponsored by TikTok. <laughs> yeah. They snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> yeah, Like exactly. the Brigham young University Cougars. <laughs> oh, that should never happen. <laughs> anyway,
1: going back to this one. This one, I'm not very comfortable with. Okay, and it's not because... So, mine is Foos will have two more double-doubles. Ooh. Double-double double in both games. Okay, I can almost promise you... Okay, now that I said that, I'm doomed. All right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done for it. It's over. I'm going to prepare myself. I believe in that. But he, he'll probably have a double-double in the Santa Clara game, right? Because he'll be in the entire game. I expect yeah. it to be a single-digit game probably most of the way, right? Sure. Yeah. I worry about the Pacific game because we'll get up by so much They'll take him out. However... However, Daniel bet on us taking out our starters <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> did not happen. We all know how that turned out. So I don't know how I feel about this one. I think it's possible. I think it's definitely possible. Yeah. All right. All right, folks, you heard it here.
0: Uh, if you want to participate with us or you want to assign us next week's challenge or next week's punishment, send us a DM and tell us your punishment. And if it's good enough. We'll feature it here on the we'll show. You it. know what
1: we should do? We should put out a little poll where they put in their answers. Yeah. And then we can like, we have to choose one from the list. Ooh. Or should, we of, have wow. the, or should we have the audience the vote? The audience vote? We can okay. like do like the four thing with the quiz and just have yeah. them vote and see which Ooh. one got more.
2: That sounds fun. Let's All do right. it. Let's do That's it. That's what we're going to do. Make <laughs> sure
1: you go to our Instagram and our, our Twitter, our social medias in order to vote. Alrighty. righty. And uh, to wrap up the show, thank you for sticking with us by the way. Mm-hmm. Amelia and our mothers. Yeah. <laughs> if there's anyone yeah. else out there, comment
0: boogeyman on our latest boogeyman. Instagram post. Boogeyman. Boogeyman.
1: Anyway, uh, we're going to end up with some of Justin's classic would you rather's. Mmm.
0: I cannot take credit for this would you rather actually. This one was coming this one comes from the mind of Dan. Ooh. Ooh. So Dan, would you like to ask it?
2: Yeah, this is kind of an organic one that I thought of while watching a Bill Walton broadcast. (laughs) But the would you rather is, would you rather call a game with Bill Walton as his, as a play-by-play guy when he's doing color commentary, (laughs) or lose your sense of smell permanently? Oh, man. That tells me how I feel about Bill Walton.
0: Bill Walton is crazy. He's senile. He is like <laughs> Lee Corso times 6,000 million. He's like, million. if
1: Lee Corso like wasn't 85, if Lee Corso was 65 and losing his mind like he is, that's Bill Walton. That's Bill Walton right Bill
0: Walton's been losing his mind for years and years, and he said that there would be five Pac-12 teams in the Final Four. He was almost right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> True. So, um, I'm going to go with, I'd, I'd actually like to call this game with Bill Walton. I think that would be very <laughs> interesting. Question, though. Do I get to, um...
1: (laughs) Let's say you have to get 150 uninterrupted words in. 150? (laughs) That's that's impossible. It's impossible. If that's the case, lose my sense of smell. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going to lose my sense of smell, man. (laughs) That guy, he's hilarious to watch, but trying to work with him would be an absolute pain. I hope the guy that he does it with gets, like, $500,000 a year just putting up with him.
2: You could tell they're trying to kind of keep it professional, keep it like a little formal, and then Bill Walton just comes in and says, "Oh crap!" Uh, uh, so funny. And I don't know how he does it.
1: Like they don't let any of the college game day guys be homers or call games mm-hmm. from the alma maters, you know. And then there's there's Bill Walton who just calls yeah. all the UCLA games. <laughs> the Pac-12. Yep. Man. The
2: conference of champions.
1: <laughs> okay, now here's
0: one. Here's a would you rather. It comes deep from the depths of my heart. Oh no. Oh, okay. Would you rather have to go on a date, Mm -hmm. a 24-hour long date. 24 hours? You're with him the whole time with Randy Bennett. Just you and Randy Bennett, 24 hours.
1: (laughs) We're like missionary companions with him. uh
0: (laughs) Or only be able to drink the rest of your life liquids through your nose. No mm-hmm. straw. You have to stick your nose <laughs> into the liquid and just snort it up. Dang, I was thinking actually,
1: like, using a couple of straws. Yeah, with straws, that's not terrible.
2: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> stick your nose.
1: You'd have to get, like, a whole new range of cups. Yeah. you just have to, like, drink out of bowls. Bowls, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's a so tough one. Randy, been at 24 hours or drinking
2: out of your nose for the rest of your life? Hmm, this is taking me... A lot longer than it should. <laughs> it's
1: a hard one. I would like to say, Randy Bennett, so I can just berate him for 24 yeah, that's hours. True. But I'm afraid of him. He, <laughs> like in the Princess and the Frog, he's got friends on the other side. Oh. Oh. <laughs> And I'm scared of him. He might call up, like, Delavedova. No. And, and a couple it. of other uh, St. Mary's Jordan Ford. Oh. The Sater. The Seder. I honestly... I think I'm going to go with the nose. I'm
2: drinking from my nose. Okay. I think I'm going with the date with Randy Bennett. <laughs> because I would pull a prank on him. I kind of like pranks. Pranks are very fun. Would you survive? In general, then? I would do a prank and see what happens. But first, I would have Atiki Ali Atiki on speed <laughs> to defend me. Yeah, okay. That's fair my enough. game plan. Okay, last would you rather
0: question. <laughs> would you rather be on campus to watch Prime Danny Ainge Ooh. or Prime Steve Young? Ooh. Steve Young. Steve
2: Young. I'll go Steve, Steve Young. Young. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair yes. enough. Something about it. A really good quarterback is just. Especially dual threat. threat quarterback. Yeah. 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 Dual threat. Man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go Steve Young. No shade to Danny Ainge, but. No, we love we Steve love Young. Ainge. Definitely, All right. definitely Steve Young.
0: All right, that's perfect.
1: <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for
0: tuning in to this episode of the Royal Strong and True podcast. Make sure you check our social media pages out at loyal Royal Pod, and if you listen this far, Comment Boogeyman on our last Instagram post. Boogeyman. And we will love you forever. Make sure to share this episode with your friends, download and review. Leave a five star review preferably. That would really yeah. help us out. Oh yes. We love you guys. Thanks for helping us build this amazing
1: community. You're the best. See you later. Come on, yeah? Thank you. I actually have this one little thing I'm going to read actually. Oh. I don't even know what it says but it's about Jackson Dart. Oh, okay. okay. We'll see. Let's read it. I hope it's good. Bonus. <clears throat> it's from Ben Crittle Sports. Uh, it's by Sean Walker.
2: Anybody know him? No? Scene Walker. Scene, yeah, yeah. I think, you yeah. Mean? yeah, yeah. Scene
1: Walker. Seen Walker. <laughs> um, if Jackson Dart comes to BYU, does he beat out Jaron Hall? I can envision a scenario where Dart is a starting quarterback game, starting quarterback game one next year with Jaron Hall if he comes to BYU. I don't think it's given by any means, but I don't think that it's given that Jaron would beat out Dart either. Mm-hmm. That'd be an incredible quarterback competition, what do you
2: guys think? I think Jackson Dart should be the starter. I think it would be incredible. Um, I would also... like Knowing what I know, which is very little, (laughs) I think Jackson Dart should start if he comes to BYU based on his upside. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that'll happen, though. I'd like
0: to see both of them compete. Jaron Hall obviously knows his offense inside and out. That's true. Jackson Dart doesn't yet. Maybe he does need a year to that's true that's true
2: yeah good point sean
0: walker on the digital news team at deseret media scene walker
1: all right well thank you scene and goodbye now
0: you know all that stuff you write about how good we are and all that stuff they hear on espn it's like poison you know what i mean it's like taking poison like rat poison